Now I'm Joe Lamparda. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from Thursday, the 22nd of July. We let you know what's happening in soccer and fellow for the week every single week. This week, we'll start with updates related to the 5th of July attacks. You may remember from last week's show on the 5th of July during the Tbilisi Pride counter-rally, Lexo Lashkarava, the TV Pirveli cameraman, was attacked by a right-wing group. He was one of 53 media representatives attacked that day, and unfortunately, it passed away on the 11th. Since then, media representatives and activists have continued to hold protests demanding an investigation into his death. On Saturday, the 17th of July, journalists and civic activists gathered in front of Parliament building demanding that Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili's resign. On Sunday the 18th, police detained one more individual for attacking the cameraman. Also on Sunday, Georgian Interior Minister Vakhtan Gomalauri's parliamentary address regarding the violence on the 5th of July was postponed when opposition members of parliament left the parliament session in protest. As we mentioned last week, the Interior Ministry's investigation into the death determined that the incident was connected to drugs. Following this, on Sunday the 18th of July, the police detained an an individual allegedly responsible for selling the drugs to the journalists. Former U.S. Ambassador to Georgia Bill Courtney responded to the Georgia's internal ministry's report saying, quote, in autocratic societies, false accusations of drug use are often made against people in opposition to them, end quote. A member of the parliamentary majority, Rati Onatamashvili, replied to the statement made by the ex-ambassador, calling on him to refrain from interfering in the internal affairs of the country. Also often something said in autocracies. Now let's take a closer look at this week's political happenings. On Monday, the 19th of July, the Batumi International Conference opened, where EU partnership and transatlantic affairs were discussed. During the conference, Georgian-Ukrainian Moldovan presidents signed a joint declaration on European integration. The declaration serves to strengthen the Eastern Partnership and joint efforts for European integration. On Tuesday, the 20th of July, the Otsneba Party presented Kachi Kaladze as its candidate for mayor of Tbilisi. This would be Kaladze's second term in the position. The presentation took place at Tatsminda Park, where Kaladze talked about his plans to continue expanding recreational spaces in the next term for this position. Municipal elections are held in October of this year. On the same day, reporters from various Georgian outlets held protests near the presentation venue with demands of detailing all of the violent individuals who attacked media representatives on the night of the 5th of July. Parliament of Georgia drafted legislative amendments to impose cash penalties for damaging the flags of the European Union, state flags of the EU, and other countries that Georgia has diplomatic ties with. With these changes, a 1,000 lari fine, about $320, will be imposed for damaging the flag. In cases where the action is repeated, the judge will have the discretion to apply administrative detention. Now let's move on to the COVID-19 news. Georgia's daily average of coronavirus cases remained at over 1,500, with a majority of cases still in Tbilisi. About 30 to 40 percent of coronavirus patients contracted the Delta strain. According to Georgia health authorities, COVID-19 hospitals and hotels have reached their full capacity. They are fully occupied. Georgian Deputy Health Minister Tamar Bunia claims that due to the worsening epidemiological situation, some restrictions will be imposed against the country. Starting from the 19th of July, attendance at conferences, trainings, and seminars is allowed only on the basis of a negative PCR test. Camp-style gatherings have also been prohibited, and individuals under the age of 18 
are now allowed at sports tournaments and training sessions only after presenting a negative PCR test. Some great news for those waiting for the Pfizer vaccines. The delivery of one million doses of the Pfizer vaccine has begun, according to Karabashvili. Georgia will be receiving vaccines gradually every weekend, and citizens can register at the official website booking.mog.gov.ge. Individuals over 16 will be able to receive the Pfizer vaccine. On Tuesday, the 20th of July, Georgia passed into the red zone, according to the Johns Hopkins University map. This means that Georgia's epidemiological situation is alarming and requires corresponding measures to be taken. Till this week, the map indicated that Georgia's situation was orange. Following on this, the head of the NCDC, Amidan Gamkhalidze, announced that face masks may become mandatory outdoors again. According to the WHO, Georgia has higher out-of-pocket health care payments than the majority of European nations, reaching 48%. Reforms introduced since 2013 have improved access to health care, but still out-of-pocket payments remain high. You want to know if and how people in Georgia afford to pay for health care? We've got a link to the WHO report in the podcast notes. Now, some economy-related updates. The price of bread increased by 10 tetri. According to the Georgian Bread Bakers Association, the reason for the increase is the price of basic raw materials, flour, and other stuff like that. As some might already know, last year the Georgian government announced the subsidy on wheat, which ended this month and forced companies to make changes to their prices. Under the subsidy program, the cost of one sack of flour was 53 lati, about $17, and now its price varies between 60 and 62 lati, 19 to $20. On the horizon, on the 4th of August, the Belavi Belarusian Airlines will perform its first regular flight on the Minsk-Kutaisi route. Belavia passengers will be traveling on Embraer 175 aircraft designed to carry 76 passengers. Are you a winemaker interested in growing your business? U.S. marketing company Mark Energy Consulting will help Georgian wine producers enter the U.S. market by helping them create export strategies. According to Levan Mehuzla, head of the National Wine Agency, a number of wine tasting events are planned in the U.S. to raise awareness of Georgian wine. Right now, the price of one liter of Georgian wine exceeds $6 making the U.S. market one of the best markets for Georgian wine. Georgian government has decided to reduce the cost of the first-year permit fee to operate a casino in Tbilisi from $5 million to $2.5 million, Lati, because Tbilisi definitely needs more casinos. According to the Ministry of Finance, this is a one-time decision aimed at overcoming the economic difficulties impacting casinos operating in the capital due to restrictions imposed during the pandemic, which is odd since this will only be for new casinos. Hmm. If you've ever been to the old town in Tbilisi, you'll remember the Hotel London building located on Antonelli Street Corner. Originally opened in 1875, the building's been under renovation for the last few years. On Monday this week, a group of restoration professionals revealed wall paintings of the hotel building, which were hidden under a plain layer of mortar. A number of identified paintings depicts Georgian countryside landscapes. Would you like to see the discovered paintings? We've got a link of the photos shared by historian Sida Elsiashvili in the podcast notes. We'll close today's show with an interesting data blog on mental health and pandemic published by Open Caucuses Media. According to the article, the pandemic had a negative impact on almost half of Georgia's population, significantly increasing the symptoms of anxiety and depressive disorder. Gender assessment research conducted by CRRC, Georgia for UN Women, showed that women were significantly more likely to experience psychological health challenges. 
according to the survey, around 30% of Georgian reported difficulties in accessing health services and people living in the capital were nearly two times more likely to say their children experience issues with mental health. Want to know more about the pandemic and mental health? Link to the blogs given in the podcast show notes. That's it for this week. If you like the show, share it and subscribe for more. We'd appreciate a review. Tell us your thoughts and ideas and how you found out about us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Nachlandis. Thank you.